You know, today we celebrate this feast of the Holy Name of Mary. It's a feast that was originally, there's a little history about it, it was originally celebrated in Spain back in 1513. Though the honor of the, for the Holy Name of Mary extends you know, to the early church. But this feast was proclaimed for the universal church by Pope Innocent XI as an everlasting tribute to Our Lady's intercession in the victory of war. So in the Battle of Vienna, which began on September 11th in 1683, King John Sobieski of Poland and his imperial forces of about 81,000 soldiers were about to engage in a battle with 141,000 Islamic forces. And these Islamic soldiers were determined to wipe the Christians from the face of the earth. So what did the king do? Although he was one of the best generals of his day, there were reports that he neither visited the fortifications, he didn't analyze any reports. He didn't visit, and there were reports from his lieutenants, he did not check any ammunition supplies, he didn't pour over the maps of the enemy encampments that was against him. Rather, he recalled the day that they left the shrine of Our Lady of Jehovah, and as her banner could still be, still be seen blowing in the wind. So the king knelt and prayed to his, for his men, consecrating them to the holy name of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Then he went to Mass and received Holy Communion. And by giving himself away to Mary, he won the Battle of Vienna, and therefore he won peace for all of Europe, a little history. So in thanksgiving for this victory, Pope Innocent extended the feast of the Holy Name of Mary to the universal church on this day, the date of the good King's prayer and the victory. Originally it was dropped from the liturgical calendar in 1969, but then it was reestablished by Pope John Paul II. So this commemorates all the privileges given to Mary by God and all the graces that we have received through her intercession and mediation. You know, our salvation began when the archangel spoke to Mary. Gabriel appears to this poor, humble virgin. He calls upon her name in prayer familiar to us. What is the prayer? Hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. But if we carefully look at the text, we notice that he did not speak her name. He didn't say, Hail Mary, full of grace. He said, Hail, full of grace. Why is that? We can only surmise this, that in the Old Testament, Jews did not speak the name of God, Yahweh. They did not speak it because it was holy. And by not speaking it, they gave it great reverence. God did not reveal his name to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The first time he revealed his name, he revealed it to Moses. Only after he had taken off his sandals because of the reverence due to the name. So perhaps because of Mary's importance in salvation history, the angel did not speak her name because it too was holy. 
Mary's unwavering faith and humility were at the heart of her holiness. The submission of her will led to her to respond, as we know, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. In this gospel this morning, the centurion too displays the same faith and humility in, in, in his response to Jesus. As he said, Lord, do not trouble yourself for I am not worthy for you to enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not consider myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and my servant shall be healed. Yet he still believes that Jesus could heal his servant. Perhaps this memorial today gives each of us pause to reflect upon our own posture before the Lord. Is our own unworthiness placed before the Lord as was Mary's and the centurions with unwavering faith and humility and confidence? Both Mary and the centurion are very powerful witnesses for us today. But Mary even more so because she is our mother and as a mother can teach us the ways of holiness and humility. The holy name of Mary bears such power because of the unique bond between the mother and her son. When we speak the name of Mary, we seek a life with Mary. And you and I, when we do that, we participate in this, this saving union. When we pronounce her name, we affirm her power, we implore her aid and place ourselves under her protection. And we should pronounce her name often, especially in times of temptation to seek her aid in confronting sin, in times of trial and difficulty to seek her help, seek her help and prayers in bearing our own crosses, but also in times of joy and thanksgiving throughout the day. When we speak her name with love, we imitate her son, Jesus. You, know, you and I, we can live the radical life Jesus requires of us because Mary is always there to assist us. Now, if Mary, the mother of Jesus and the mother of the church, defended King Sobielski against this invading army, how much more will Mary help us whenever we ask? So friends, on this memorial of her holy name, we thank Mary for the gift she is to us and we ask her to lead us deeper into the heart of salvation, her son Jesus himself. Amen.